To the Around the Diamond podcast with your host, Sam Edwards, episode 210, the podcast for the baseball nerd. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode, guys. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, today, I'm giving you my X factors for the NL wildcard race. It's a couple X factors, a couple, you know, a couple teams that we got to, we haven't talked about for a while. Um, I did it for the American League, or a lot of the American League. Obviously, you can't cover all the teams in one episode. But uh, did a couple teams, and so now i got to head over to the NL, cover a couple of those teams, see how it goes. Um, just me today, you know. Um, I just was just talking to Evan, making him promise, making me promise uh, to get a guest on next week. Um, because, it, you know, let's... It's not as good with just me. I'm going to admit that off the rip. Probably not the best idea to do at the start of a podcast, but here we are. Um, no, I got to get a guest on next week, uh, for you guys, for the content. And that's really what it is. Um, it's not for me. It's not, it's, (laughs) if it was for me, I probably would have done it already. It's not for me. Um, I don't like talking to people. I'm very, I like to keep to myself, um, introverted. Um, yeah, just, I want to keep to myself. So it's not for me. It's for you guys. And I want you to know that. Don't feel like, oh, Sam's only having a guest son because he likes talking to people about baseball. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. I could see how you would think that, um, but that's that's not what it is. Um, and I just want to confirm that because people think this all the time, and I don't really get it. You know, I don't really know why they they keep saying that. Um, but that's not the reason. Anyways, um, let's get into baseball real quick. Uh, first off. The Giants, a team we might be covering later. Uh, Giants promote Kyle Harrison, who is a top pitching prospect. Uh, he's been in AAA all season. Um, the PCL, Pacific Coast League. Uh, if you don't know, um, PCL, extremely hitter friendly. So bear with me when I say these stats. Um, 65 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's about, about 20 games started uh, this season in AAA. A 35.6 K percentage, ridiculous K percentage, by the way. Uh, 16.3 walk percentage, uh, ridiculous walk percentage, almost equally ridiculous. Um, 4.66 ERA and a 525 FIP. He also has trouble with the homers, it looks like. Now, I want to reiterate, this is the PCL extremely hitter friendly. So I'm I'm not saying, you know, give him a break, but give him a slight break because you know, I don't know how bad he is with the homers. I think the walks are pretty bad and I think that could only get worse when he gets to the majors. Um the Giants are yeah, I mean, I could talk about the Giants later, but uh yeah, it it's a it's a situation where they could use it. Um, they've been rocking with a lot of openers lately. They've got a couple good starters at the top of the rotation, obviously, but then you've got guys like Sean Manaya, um, guys like Descalfani, uh, guys that just haven't been getting the job done. Alex Wood also comes to mind. So they've been doing a lot of openers and then running with guys like Sean Manaya. 
um, and Wood as bulk reliever guys, um, which has had some mixed results. Um, but uh, overall, the pitching's been good enough, so it's not exactly a huge need. Um, Kyle Harrison coming up right now, but either way. Uh, the Reds are also... Um, but this time they're bringing up a pitcher actually, uh, in Hunter green. Yeah. Uh, he's been out since June 17th. Um, he was out with hip pain. Um, so he's been out for a good minute now. Um, prior to, uh, this most recent start from him, he had 73 and a third innings pitched 31.4 K percentage. Really, really good. 373 ERA most recent start. Uh, got freaking destroyed, um, which the first start back from the IL is usually always a rough one for pitchers just in general, uh, but it was especially rough for Hunter Green. Three innings pitched, eight earned runs, five homers, three walks, and uh, four Ks. My gosh, uh, in three innings, I want to reiterate. Uh, yeah, kind of crazy bad. Um, Once again, I'm going to get to the Reds soon, but... uh. Yeah, either way, it's good to have Hunter Green back. Um, but you hate to see this type of uh, this type of performance on your return. Everything absolutely got destroyed, and I'm a, I'd be a little bit worried for him if I was the Reds. If I'm a Reds fan, especially with them being one gap, one game back of the uh, wild card right now. I'd be a little worried with this return from Hunter Green, but it also feels like he has been kind of a cherry bomb. Sorry, he's been kind of a, a fluky player. I say cherry bomb because uh, that's what uh, Nick Pollock calls pitchers that are a little shaky, um, but can be really, really good. Um, they can be really good or they can bomb. Um, yeah, I... Uh, Hunter Green, I still believe in, though. I mean, the K percentage is definitely there. He's had his problem with his walks and problem with the hard contact as well. Um, so in a way, kind of similar to this Kyle Harris guy who's finally getting promoted. He's going to, by the way, Harris, uh, Kyle Harris, the guy the Giants are calling up, um, is going to be starting today. When you're listening to this, he's going to be playing against the Phillies. Uh, who are a decent offense. So that'll be interesting. Um, I'm a little bit worried for that. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, but either way, Hunter Green called up for the Reds. Um, called up. Uh, reinstated from the IL, from the 60-day IL. So good for him making it back. I remember when he went on the IL, it was like, is he is he going to be able to come back? Will it even matter? Because um, the Reds were doing well, but I don't know how much I really believed in them. Yeah, but he's back and hopefully going to be doing well. So we'll see. Either way, um, let's go into my X factors for these three wildcard um, looking teams right now. Wildcard ready teams, I should say. Uh, right now, let's let's cover the Cubs off the rip. Um, Cubs are 64 and 59 right now. They are three games back of the division. So this could also be a huge X factor for them really trying to go for the division from the Brewers. They do have a much higher run differential than the Brewers, um, which bodes well for them. Um, their hitting has been really good, especially since, um, I mean, especially in this month of August as well. Um, Seiya Suzuki's power has been really coming into play, which has been good. Finally, I just grabbed him for my fantasy team. Suzuki, please keep it up. Uh, Nico Horner has been fantastic for them as well. Cody Bellinger obviously having a fantastic season for them. So the hitting, not been a problem whatsoever. 
They're six and four in their last 10 games. They've got a 65 run differential. Um, currently holding one of the wild card spots. They were half a game up, um, holding on to that wild card spot. So it's still tight. It's still tight. Um, so they could still lose it theoretically. And the only reason they would lose it is because of their rotation. I am cheating a little bit with this X factor. I, I think the X factor is the pitching and mainly everybody that's after Justin Steele in the rotation. That's the X factor for them. Uh, Kyle Hendricks not had a good season so far. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I spoke way too soon. He's had a decent season so far. He's been good enough. Uh, 98 and two thirds innings pitched only 15.7 K percentage, which you don't expect that to be high. Anyways, it's Kyle Hendricks, 4.2 walk percentage, a 383 ERA and a 403 FIP. Good enough. Okay. That's good enough. I rank on him too much. Um, the slow curveballs, the slow fastball, it, he's good enough. He spots his spots and does all of that. You look at his most recent starts. Um, they are all good except for when he faces good offenses, when he's facing the Red Sox gets hurt, gets when he's facing the Braves gets roughed up for seven runs. Like it, he's good besides when he's facing a good offense, um, which doesn't bode well for the Cubs. If they do make it into this wild card, one of these wild card series. But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, it doesn't bode well for that because they're going to be facing probably a good offense, you'd guess, if they're in the playoffs. Um, but he could still get it done. He can still get it done. So we'll see. Uh, other guys that need to, that could theoretically step up into that number two spot because that's really what they need. Justin Steele, I think, is going to be absolutely fine. He's been very good this season. Um, their best pitcher, definitely. Um, Tyone has not been. Um, and this is a guy that it's okay for me to bash because he's been very bad. 110 innings pitched for him uh, this season, a 19.8 K percentage, 6.8 walk percentage, a 5.56 ERA, and a 4.67 FIP. So the FIP is pointing him in a better direction. He has some had some good starts every once in a while. But overall in the season, been pretty bad. It's been pretty ugly. Um, he's been much better as of late, but still very inconsistent, and the ceiling's just not high enough. Um, so I just don't think he's going to be the one to step up, but he could theoretically. He could be. He could be. We've seen him be a much better pitcher in the past. He could turn it around, and I'm curious, and we should keep our eyes peeled on Tyone just to see if he can be uh, a guy that can help carry them to the promised land. Um, another guy, Javier Hassad, new guy, only had three, only started three games. He's been a reliever for majority of the year, but he's built up very quickly into being into the rotation. Um, he's had three starts. Like I said, first start was versus Atlanta, um, which is tough. 3.2 innings pitched. I don't know how many innings they were expecting him to go. Only two runs given up, though. Five hits, three Ks. Not terrible versus Atlanta. Only three and two-thirds innings pitched, though. I wonder how much, how long of his leash there was. Um, but either way, um, next start versus Toronto, which is actually very encouraging. Seven innings pitched, four hits given up, one run, two Ks. Does not strike out the world. That's okay. He's getting the job done right now. I'm kind of curious to see how long this is going to last. Um, but either way, it's doing well so far through three starts. Six innings pitched versus the Chicago White Sox, his most recent start. Uh, four hits given up in that start. Two earned runs, two walks, four Ks versus the White Sox. Terrible offense. 
uh, got the job done, Hassad. So Javier Hassad could be the guy. Um, he's definitely performing much higher than his FIP and expanded stats say he's going to perform. Um, which, you know, you kind of figure with uh, with guys that are just starting um, in the majors, just starting to start in the majors, um, coming from the bullpen role. Um, but he's stretching out very quickly, which is kind of um, kind of surprising how quickly he's done that. Going seven innings pitched, six innings pitched, um, and also that seven, seven inning start. I mean, versus Toronto, they're a very good offense. So I'm kind of surprised by that. But uh, he, so he could he could be the guy. If I had to bet on somebody being the guy to kind of step up to be that number two, Hassad kind of feels like that guy. Um, he didn't come with much fanfare, though, so I'm kind of curious to see how good the stuff is. I haven't looked into uh, his repertoire. Um, but so far, blanket stats, the uh, the blanket stats look, uh, they look all right, you know? They look good enough. Yeah. Either way, for the Cubs, it's the pitching. It's the pitching overall that really needs to step up. That's the huge X factor for them that has always been. Um, I mean, obviously, you've seen guys on the offense step up. And uh, they're continuing to do so. Suzuki hasn't had a great season, but now he's kind of stepping up, having a hot streak. Bellinger's obviously had an amazing season. Nico Horner's had a good enough season. Um, Heimer Candelario, who they picked up, is doing very well since he joined the team. Uh, They're doing enough on offense. It's really all about the pitching for the Cubs. So keep an eye on the pitching going forward. That's going to be a key factor in a key X factor uh, in this wildcard race in the NL see how long the Cubs can hold on to it. And maybe, you know, the run differential, like I said, when I started talking about them, it's much better than the Braves. Braves are like a plus six or something for run differential. Cubs are sitting at a plus 65. I'm just saying, I've always been a big run differential guy. It doesn't always go the way of run differential per record, but uh, it's a long enough season. Still about a month left, a little bit over a month left. I think the Cubs could still theoretically take the division. They just need to get hot. And the pitching needs to do enough to get them by. It's all about the pitching for the Cubs. Pitching, pitching, pitching. Next up on the docket, another NL Central team, the Cincinnati Reds. Very, very young team. And their problems are not what I thought they were. First off, they're 64 and 61 right now. They are one game back of the wild card. They're four and six in their last 10 games. Not great. They've got a negative 27 run differential. So they've been defying the odds uh, so far this season. Since August 1st, they are 83rd. I'm sorry, not 83rd. That would have been crazy. They are 25th in runs created plus with an 83. In 83 runs created plus since August 1st, which is 25th in the majors. And they are 23rd in runs scored with 69 since August 1st. The hitting has been very bad. Like I said, Hunter Green coming back is nice. Him getting destroyed doesn't help you whatsoever in that start, but I think he's going to be okay. At least he was before the injury, so the hope is that he's going to be okay eventually after the injury, but we'll see. Um, I'll keep you posted on that if he continues to suck. But... uh, the hitting has not been very good whatsoever. On the year, it has not been uh, above average, which is kind of surprising because of all the young names that they have called up and that have theoretically or, you know, look to perform so far this season, which has kind of been um, a little disappointing slash surprising because you, you, if you asked me about 
the Reds, um, I would have told you, oh yeah, you know they're yeah they're their hitting is probably good, but their their pitching is probably what's holding them back, honestly. And I'd be dead wrong. I'd be dead wrong. The the hitting's still uh good enough, but as of late, it's been terrible. Like I said, um, I mean, bottom five percent. Sorry, not bottom five percent, but bottom like five fifth team in the league in hitting over the past um, about a month. But uh, a huge X factor, especially for the team. You've got guys that are still hitting well. Uh, Matt McClain, still doing well. TJ Friedel, still doing well. Jake Fraley's doing well all around the ball. 15 homers, 20 steals for him. Will Benson, finally, hopefully getting a starting spot for him because he's just continuing to hit. 132 runs grade plus for him. But a guy, a huge name, and a guy who really lit up the world when he got called up, Ellie De La Cruz, 278 plate appearances for, for him on the season, 10 homers, 14 stolen bases, good counting stats, nice. Uh, 6.8 walk percentage, eh, okay, whatever. Uh, 34.5 K percentage for Ellie De La Cruz. The Ks have really gotten to him. He still has a 368 BABIP, but that is not enough to bring his average up. A 257 average for him, a 309 on base, and a 455 slugging. Good for 95 runs created. Plus, not very good. They need Ellie De La Cruz to hit like he was. They need him to get over these early struggles, and I don't think he's going to personally. The K percentage is too high. He's swinging out of his shoes. Swings and misses way too much. Um, expands his own way too much. I just don't think he's going to, but he is a huge X factor for the Reds. They're, they need their hitting to improve if they are going to get in the playoffs this year. Um, they really do. And De La Cruz, he was he was the guy, man. When he got called up, he was doing everything on the field, hitting the ball so hard, running around the bases like a madman. It was so much fun to watch. I felt like every night there was a new highlight, but we saw it slowly slip away. Um, and as I'm talking, I just see Seiya Suzuki hit a homer, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, yeah, it's uh, but it's been rough. It's been rough for De La Cruz. They really need him to turn it around, and he has yet to do so. So not great. Not great for him so far, but good for my fantasy team. Look at that. Seiya Suzuki doing well, so fun for me. Um it's a, it's officially the playoffs for me in fantasy, so uh, I'm in the quarterfinal right now. Um, obviously, I didn't get the number one seed because I don't have a bye this first week, but uh, so we're we're surviving. Hopefully, uh, we're surviving. Um, yeah, okay, moving on. Uh, yeah, I mean the Reds. It's the hitting majority. Um, it's the it's the hitting. I would say it's De La Cruz that needs to step up. You could argue Joey Votto needs to step up a little bit. Um, there's a lot of guys that could easily step up, but. Uh, I put it on De La Cruz because I think he he needs it. He needs a little kick to the butt. Um, needs to get that K percentage down and uh, start making more contact. Final team here. I know it's a shorter pod. It's a shorter pod. You can tell from the total, I'm sure. Uh, San Francisco Giants, a team that I have not believed in. They are half a game up on the wild card right now. Um, the team I just mentioned, obviously just calling up the pitching prospect, Kyle Harrison. Um the pitching has not been the problem for the Giants. Once again, the problem is the hitting. Since August 1st, they are 
They've got a 71 runs created plus, and they have scored 56 runs. I'd like to remind you, the Reds have an 83 runs created plus since August 1st. Since August 1st, the Giants have a 71 runs created plus. They've scored 56 runs, um, which is tied for 28th in the league. Sorry, in the majors, uh, the Giants. They're not scoring runs whatsoever. Um, Wilmer Flores has been good for them. The and not many other names um, to mention. Um, Lamont Wade has been good on the season, but not good as of late. And uh, but the key guy, the key X factor for me is JD Davis. Way back, if you remember, if you have been listening for this season, way back in June, I did a uh, under underrated players list. And guess who was on that list? Mr. J.D. Davis. If you follow um, Around the Diamond on Twitter or Instagram, you would have seen a graphic of J.D. Davis uh, pointing out how good he's been this season um, compared to last year. Um, And what was that key reason? I've circled it with a red marker. It was the K percentage. Back uh, last year, he had over a uh, 33% uh, K percentage. And on June fifteenth, when I posted this, when I made this and posted this graphic, he had a twenty five point seven K percentage. He had an eight forty five OPS, and he had a one thirty two runs created plus on June fifteenth. He now has a seven thirty eight OPS, dropped over a hundred points, and a one oh three runs created plus, dropped over thirty, uh, right around thirty points, thirty percent. In runs created plus, and he now has a twenty nine point seven K percentage. He is striking out right back to his career average. He did not improve. He's back to his old free swinging ways, and it sucks for him. And I'm disappointed to see it. Uh, he's got four hundred and forty one plate appearances, fifteen home runs, <sighs> only a one three one oh three runs created plus. But it's been really bad ever since uh, June fifteenth. So you could say I cursed him a, a bit um definitely cursed him i called him underrated and he went on to suck um very hard uh yeah he is a huge x factor for the giants absolutely huge they really need him to get back to um hitting the ball hard and being that power hitter that they can expect he's been one of their worst hitters uh since august 1st been terrible they really need him to step up because my goodness, I mean, they're hanging on, man. They're, they're hanging on. They've got a wild card spot right now, but the Diamondbacks are coming. Uh, there's Giants are three and seven in the past ten games. They've got a plus eight run differential, not great. Um, now Arizona has a negative twelve run differential, but they are seven and three in their last ten games, and they've won two straight. So I'm kind of curious. Diamondbacks are coming hot. They're coming in hot, baby. And I'm kind of curious to see if the Diamondbacks can come up and maybe pass them a little bit because Diamondbacks have been better as of late. And I think I kind of believe in the team a little bit more. Now, once again, the hitting might be the problem for the pit, uh, sorry, for uh, the Giants, but the pitching's been good enough. I mean, you're still rocking with Logan Webb at the top of the, the uh, rotation, which is great, you know? They're good. They're good there. You know, they don't need to worry about him too much. You're also rocking Alex Cobb. 
at the top of the rotation. Not bad. And then it just gets ugly. Then it's Sean Manaya, Desclafani, freaking, I mean, Jacob Junis isn't really starting that much anymore. Um, Ryan Walker starting, but mainly as an opener. Um, and then you got Alex Wood and you got Ross Stripling. Um, both been terrible. Wood's got a 476 ERA. Stripling has got a 529 ERA. It's not good. So you could argue the back of the rotation also needs a lot of help as well. Um, once again, these are wildcard teams, so they're a little flawed. They're also in the NL, so they're not as good as the teams um, vying for the wildcard spots in the AL. Um, you got teams like Seattle and Houston and Boston and Toronto. A um, lot of good teams. A lot of good teams. Uh, and Tampa as well. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know if the Giants have it. You know me. I'm one of the first people to doubt. One of the first people to doubt the Giants. Always been. Always been that guy. And I think I'm going to continue being that guy because I just don't think I believe in the roster. Don't think I believe in the roster. I think I like the Diamondbacks more. And here we are, you know? Diamondbacks are a game behind. Game and a half behind. We'll see, though. We'll see, because I've known I've been known to be wrong, like I just pointed out. The moment I believe in a Giants player, in J.D. Davis, he goes back to his old free-swinging ways, and the K percentage goes from 25.7 to 29.7. Just jumps 4% over two months. Two months! Two months. And it jumps that much? My gosh, he's been terrible. He's been terrible, and I just don't think he's going to turn it around. But he is a, definitely a huge X factor for the Giants. I think the pitching is going to hold them up. going to hold them up enough because they've got the rotation there. They've got it doing its thing. But uh, the hitting has not been. So I'm sorry, Sam Friskies, the San Frannies. Hasn't been great. Hasn't been great, and I don't know if it's going to get any better. All right, guys. <laughs> that's it for the podcast thank you so much for listening to this episode of around the diamond um ending it in the most negative way possible um if you like this pod leave a five-star review apple podcast spotify tell me what you like about the show i greatly appreciate it and i'll see you guys back next week have a great one with a guest, hopefully. With a guest next week. Right? Right, Sam? With a guest? Ah, we'll find out.